I think you're leading into a great question that I have is, have you had experiences with networking that were positive that led to opportunities? Yeah, I I have actually. While I was still in school, I was working on this project with like a legit company. Mm. And from that, like from networking and, and, you know, building that trust and building that relationship and building that rapport, um, I actually managed to secure a job in my field in my last semester of school. And then after I graduated as well. So without building that network, I wouldn't have even got a job while still in school. So that was a success story uh, on my end. What about you? I have a similar story. It wasn't out of school, but I would say it's been a while since you and I've worked together and I've since moved on and moved up in my career. And all the jobs that I've had since we've worked together have been through my network, specifically my LinkedIn profile, but I, all the jobs that I've had, basically I have not applied for. They, a recruiter has reached out to me within my network about an opportunity. So it's anecdotal, but it proves the fact that it's important to have your feelers out there and have a presence so that people can like trust in you as a person. So building the relationship and the other piece, which I think we can dive into, is building that profile that shows your experience and how you bring value. I do, if I can, I want to bring in some stats as well, because stats, Let's hear it. <laughs> you can't argue the numbers. According to a LinkedIn survey, up to 85% of jobs are filled through networking. 85. 85%. So if you didn't believe in it at the beginning of our conversation, the stats show that building a network is crucial in terms of having job opportunities. And whether that's like building your LinkedIn network, Mm -hmm. because like, I can't tell you how many people post jobs as like a status in their LinkedIn post and then it pops up on my homepage. Like how convenient is that? Like right there, so easy to see. Or like like Krista said, like people like will directly like headhunt you on LinkedIn depending on how your profile is set up and everything that's in it. As well as your, you know, industry connections or people connections outside of that, your even personal connections. So that's fantastic. That's great to know. 85%. And even to just build relationships that don't necessarily lead right away to opportunities. Like I can say a few days ago, somebody within my network in my industry uh, had posted something about a, an issue that's popped up recently and she has a podcast. So she's saying that she's going to be talking about it in an upcoming episode. And I'm, I commented obviously because I know her and I said, this is such a timely episode and I can't wait to like tune into it. And she replied back being like, yeah, I, well, you know, I'm going to, I was hesitant to do the episode, but I feel more confident that it's something that needs to be out there. My producer, who is also Canadian and she tagged him in it also, you know, gave me the green light to go ahead. So now I have a new connection just based on that alone. So that's awesome. Yeah. That, that little interaction, exactly. you, like, you instantly created something. Exactly. To further solidify the position that networking is important. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that 70% of all jobs are found through networking. Like, I believe that. Yeah. I believe it, right? It's who you know. It's who, who you know, you know, you just through relationships, might you might get jobs. You might make best friends. You, may, you might make 
it might come out of like maybe they'll it's like a relationship a romantic relationship a, a job like who knows what what these connections will lead to yeah maybe you'll marry a ceo and then retire early i mean anything is possible anything is possible i think leaning into like the friendship aspect of networking as well american psychological association notes that networking can lead to learning opportunities and skill development so even from the aspect of just doing it or practicing networking you're building on a skill and you don't even know it Mm -hmm. well absolutely because how stressful Mm -hmm. is it to walk into a room Mm -hmm. that you don't know anyone yeah and start talking to someone and start telling them who you are and and building that relationship that is in extremely difficult so yeah practicing those skills to do that practicing your elevator pitch is very crucial i agree so i think this is a good segue not to get to the elevator pitch right off the bat but talking about building the network from like the ground up which the elevator pitch is obviously an offshoot of that but what are some things that we can probably talk through or share with our listeners about what building a network looks like? And the number one thing that always comes to mind professionally, and we could probably talk a little bit about personally as well, is is this LinkedIn profile. So Sarah, do you have a LinkedIn profile? And how often do you update said LinkedIn profile? Yes, I have a LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. When I update it, I guess whenever anything changes in my career Mm -hmm. then i'll update it right away i'm on it daily yeah i think it's a very useful tool i think earlier in my career i was on it a lot more and posting things and updating things and trying to get recommendations and things like and trying to make connections and reach out to people i've definitely slowed down obviously but i try to stay active on it and i try to stay engaged with the people that i've formed relationships with just so they know that i'm still here (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also have, what about you? Yeah, <laughs> I also have a LinkedIn profile. I I do update it more probably often than you do because I've had quite a bit of change in the f- in the past few years with with different opportunities that have come my way. But I think at a minimum I try and update it once a year, and I am on LinkedIn every day. So at a minimum I update it once a year. But if I see somebody else's profile where I'm like, oh, that really got my attention, I want to use some aspect of that in my profile, I will like do quick edits, obviously. And yeah. as time goes by, you're only supposed to have like the last 10 years of your career on there. So, you know, you take stuff out or you, you make certain edits. But you hit on the key thing of like, I use it to connect. I use it to connect with those people every day. Like my network is global, so they're all over the world. So I'm not gonna be able to pick up a phone or send a text at at certain times because they may be sleeping. Like we're not working the same hours. So it's very crucial to be able to see what's going on in your industry, but that's going on with those people in your network. If they've got a new job to give them those congratulations. I have seen different opportunities being posted because you know we're still post pandemic and there isn't a lot of certainty with jobs and the positions so when you see a job and you know somebody in your network might be a fit for it you can tag them in said posts like i've done that for other people and people have done that for me so that definitely helps amplify putting yourself out there and you really at the root of it need to make sure you invest in your linkedin profile it needs to be mm-hmm. good it can't be just your position you need to talk about what you've done in the position how you've provided value, 
I'm a numbers girl. Numbers are always super, <laughs> super important to me. And then because there's also the element of like applying to a job directly on LinkedIn. So they're yes, literally exactly. taking your LinkedIn profile and everything you have on there. And was it like easy apply when you like do an easy apply on LinkedIn to a job? And literally so. they're taking your profile and they're applying it to the job and then you're done. So you want to make sure that everything that you want for your you know career to be captured is there. So you're able to, you know, easily apply to those jobs or maybe you're reaching out to someone about something. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that your LinkedIn profile is up to date. Yeah. And it has some really important highlights. You want to you want to basically it's your highlight reel and you want to be able to sell yourself before you have to have that meeting. If you've never met that person before to have the conversation, you want some things to be like, oh, this person said this and they've increased it by that. That's very interesting. I want to dig into that more and have that conversation. Okay. And I think this is just one aspect of networking that we're talking about, which is online. But then there's the actual in-person aspect of networking, which you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, which we probably don't talk mm -hmm. about as much just because we still maybe have PTSD from being indoors. But there's still in-person events <laughs> that we should be attending, right? Yeah where we're going to the thing and have the name yeah. name badge and <laughs> with the drink tickets. Yeah. But it's like I said, like that's stressful and you need confidence mm -hmm. to walk in there and go up to people you don't know. You need to pick like the perfect outfit. You need, you need to like have your elevator pitch ready to go because people are going to ask you like, so who are you? Yeah. Like you need to have that ready to go. And during that time, you really want to fo form those relationships quickly because you're only going to have a few minutes maybe to talk to somebody. So you want to try to make an impact on that person. My hot tip is after the event, maybe that evening or the next day, try to find them on LinkedIn, send them a, a request to um, connect and maybe send them a quick note through LinkedIn. Just like recapping, like, it was great meeting you at the event yesterday, at so-and-so event yesterday. I really enjoyed chatting about XYZ. Thanks for the connection or something like that. Just so they're your top of mind for them. And then you're there, your LinkedIn connection. So that's fantastic. I did have a stat that said that networking actually helps to build self-confidence, which is... I believe that. Which is because you're like, you're not confident going in, right? You're completely intimidated, but it's all about practicing, right? It's practicing the art of building those relationships. Building those relationships and selling yourself. Yeah. I find it very hard to sell myself. So the more you practice, it's with anything. So the more you practice that, the more you'll be, um, it'll be easier for you to get out. You'll be feel more comfortable saying it and more confident saying it. So yeah, practice makes perfect. Yeah. You're making me think about what my pitch is currently. I would say, and this needs refining because I'm just kind of, <laughs> I'm spitballing it for the sake of our conversation, but I work in the area of risk and my job is to solve problems using analytics in a way that doesn't impact the sales of the business this needs refinement. But that's probably what I would say that that it's my job. I struggle with that every time people ask me what I do, though. Yeah, it's tough. I find it tough. I find it very tough. But and it's also, you know, making those connections. So whether you're going to use it for a future opportunity or just to make that connection within the industry, or maybe they can be like a mentor of yours, mm -hmm. like who knows, like whatever, it's going to be beneficial for you regardless. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to say that in the beginning of it, it's intimidating. I mean, 
we're new to the podcasting world. We want to build a network too. It's super intimidating because you don't know where to start. So I think there's two things there that you, one that you've touched on is what is your goal in networking when you're first starting out? I know for me, when I was building up my online presence, my goal was I needed, I wanted to get to 500 connections. That's where I felt where I'm like, that is like the money-making marker. It makes me look legit. I want to have this many people in my industry. This is years ago, years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And I really worked hard on building and, and connecting with people at that point. And one of the people, which was a senior executive at the time, when I sent the connection, sent me back a message being like, I don't remember working with you. Can you tell me how we're connected before I accept? Mm-hmm. Which was a- like right there. That's just stressful. Yes, of course. I was like, what? <laughs> but I said, I'm like, I... I told them that I don't think that we would have worked directly with each other, but I worked with your particular firm and these are the individuals that I would have worked more closely with. I'm just looking to build, you know, build my networking community of people in the industry. And then he said, well, you know what? Good luck. And he accepted the the connection. I thought you were going to say, and he rejected the connection. (laughs) Well, I thought he was going to reject it too. I thought it was a shot in the dark, but... My goal was one to get to 500, but to cast my net wide, right? So I was sending connection invites to a whole bunch of people. So the rejection would feel like less if they didn't accept, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Same. I think when I was like in my last year of school or like my first year out of school, that was like my goal is to get like X amount of connections on LinkedIn. I think now I have like over 4,000 connections, which is like insane. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was like literally hardcore back in the day. Um, but it, it, it's super beneficial. It's so beneficial. Yeah, as a starting point, it really helps. And then as you start to grow in your career, like you were saying, Sarah, really having somebody as a mentor really helps you kind of navigate some of those challenges, not so much with like a LinkedIn profile, but like the next steps in your career, like finding somebody within your industry who's like a couple steps ahead of where you want to be and having those regular conversations and whatever cadence works for you to say, here's where I'm at, here's how I want to go. And somebody can give you advice. I know that I've, based on my experience, given advice to people younger than me of like what to do is their next step and how to go so having somebody above me to be able to give me that direction I find to be super important Mm -hmm. I have another stat let's hear it a LinkedIn survey showed that 82% of respondents had a mentor and 95% of those with those mentors said that these relationships had a positive impact on their careers yeah that makes complete sense also The National Mentoring Partnership reported that young adults with mentors are more likely to graduate from college and excel in their careers. Oh, okay. But yeah, that makes sense too, right? So That's great. I do want to bring up somebody that I think is like a celebrity who I think has really mastered the art of networking. Oh my gosh, who? Meghan Markle. Okay, let's get into it. Go. So... My opinion is I respect her work, her philanthropy work, and I believe that she's very passionate about that. Not that anybody has asked me, but that like that's really how she should be spending her time now. Let's like not do the acting thing, the podcasting thing. Just go back to your like do good efforts, because I think that that's where you Mm -hmm. really make an impact. When she was on Suits and she had to move to Toronto and she lived here for like seven years. Yeah. And she became like an honorary Torontonian. She 
found a way to leverage herself in a way to make very specific connections within Canada that had like very high social status, quite frankly. Like yeah. one of her closest friends at the time was the wife of the son of a former mm-hmm. prime minister. So mm-hmm. the, I knew you were going to say exactly, that. Exactly. Yep, right. Yep, Jessica yep. Mulroney. So yeah. If those are the type of social pawns that you're swimming in, it would stand to reason that at some point you are going to be able to meet or have friends that are friends with royalty. Right. So I give her kudos. Like if she wants to do a podcast, do it on the art of networking because she has nailed it. She landed a prince. Share share your advice. Share your yeah, tips. Girl, how did Truly. you do it? What did you do? Like, that's what I want. Megan, if you're listening, which you would never be, but this is what I want to hear about, girl. Goals. Goals. I don't want to hear about Harry. I don't want to hear about your straight hair. I want to know how you've been able to climb the social echelons and get to where you've gotten. Truly. Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought of it like that. But you're right. You're completely right. 